Oh my goodness. It is week one, the NFL. Packers are back. First game Sunday at Soldier Field against the Bears. And so uh, we decided that we were going to preview these games every week. And thankfully, we were able to find just the man to help us do it. You hear him all over WTMJ doing sports. You can read all his thoughts on WTMJ.com. Brandon Snyde is here for uh, what we are tentatively calling Packers at Night. Brandon, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Oh, my gosh, Brian. It is an honor and a privilege to be on the airwaves. I got to give a, a producer credit, though. To, I think it was a Tommy that did that that intro there with the, uh, with the music. That was fantastic. It's It makes my heart happy, Brian, to hear that, <laughs> that music being played because that means football is finally back. The dog days of summer are behind us, and now we can actually have some fun. And the game Sunday... Uh, you know, in in past decades, it was hyped as the biggest rivalry. It's definitely the oldest rivalry in football. But uh, with the Packers having the youngest team by age, average age, and the Bears having so many new people, it's it doesn't have the the teeth that it used to. Other than hey, this is a, a division rival, we got to beat them. Would you agree with that or no? Um, I would agree with that. I would agree with you. That is an uh, to me, that's an accurate statement. However, if you ask Justin Jones of the Bears or Jaquan Brisker, the Bears' safety, they can't help but speak negatively about Green Bay. <laughs> I mean, they were on record. I believe it was this week. Justin Jones was today. Brisker, I believe, was Monday, where he they flat out said they hate Green Bay. So, Ugh. I think you're right. You know, I think that statement's accurate. I mean, look. It's eight wins in a row for Matt LaFleur's Green Bay Packers. The Bears really yeah. haven't been competitive <laughs> since 2018 as far as this rivalry is concerned. The Packers now owning the the overall head-to-head. But you ask any Packers players, they really don't mention it. You know, Rasul Douglas was asked about it earlier this week, and he's just kind of like, eh, I mean, kind of caught in the middle. I don't have a reason to hate them. And then the Bears, who have been getting their butts whooped for the last years, are talking about hating Green Bay. So it's it's a one-sided hate, I think, but – I think what you said is pretty accurate. So, uh, you know, and but who knows, though, because two franchises, two historic franchises, obviously the NFL's oldest rivalry, you've got new beginnings on both sides, right? Yeah. Justin Fields has been there for a little bit, but Jordan Love's also been in Green Bay for a little bit. But both of them are now getting the keys to the Ferrari officially, uh, you know, see which one outlasts each other. So it could be a start of a rivalry. Um, and I'm sure if you're a Bears fan, I you hope, hope it, for that. If you're a Packers, yeah, fan, I mean, like, uh, I think it'd be, I think it adds a little to both to both cities when you sure. have that, you know, that added, that added oomph for the game. I mean, there's sure. the fans are always going to have that feeling, and honestly, I don't know if it ever really translated to a lot all the players because they have to get excited for every game. They have to have that same mentality no matter who they're playing on Sunday. But let's let's look at you mentioned. All right, Jordan Love, he's got the keys. Uh, he's the man now. Everybody last year, everybody was calling for him. It was time. It was time. Okay, what have what have you noticed in the preseason, and how do you think what you've noticed then is going to translate to Sunday when all of a sudden things are amped up just that little bit more? When the season, when the preseason began, when Aaron Rodgers was was obviously traded, we knew obviously that that was going to be a transition period for Green Bay, going from the four-time MVP to the former first-round pick that seemingly every Packer fan in the world hated at the time in 2020. 
Um, so you knew there was going to be a little bit of adjustment, right? That's what you thought going into the summer, right. and rightfully so. You had every reason to think that because of what we've seen from Jordan Love from the times that we have seen him. It wasn't always, you know, sunshine and, and rainbows. So going into the preseason, my expectations were, were fra- fairly low. Like if, you know, Packers finished 6-11, and 11, you know, I could see that. If they finished 5-12, and 12, okay, I could see that. But then you start watching preseason, Brian, and you're watching this guy come into a huddle, command the huddle, command the line of scrimmage, change the play at the line of scrimmage, change the protection at the line of scrimmage. And then every preseason game that he played in this summer, which was all three of them, his last throw in each one of those games was a touchdown. Yeah. So then you sit back in your chair and you're like, huh. Maybe, maybe there's something here. Maybe, you know, maybe just maybe the guys that get paid up in Green Bay, the big dollars, maybe they're, maybe they're right. Maybe they know exactly what they're doing. And it's funny because David Bakhtiari had similar thoughts as I did. Uh, you know, when he went in, on record, I believe it was in May during OTAs and said, look, it's a rebuilding year. And I think most people at that time would have agreed with that. He was speaking with Matt Schneidman of The Athletic on Tuesday, and he said, I've been pleasantly surprised by what we've seen. We got some. We got some real talent, and I, I think everybody is actually shocked at the you know the, the the moves that the Green Bay Packers front office have made in order to go to a younger roster. Obviously, there's youth right. everywhere, as you alluded to, and I think from what I've seen in preseason, there's no reason that this Green Bay Packers team cannot compete for a division title with the likes of the Minnesota Vikings and supposedly the Detroit Lions, as everybody likes to. Uh, oh, everybody wants to say the Lions, please. <laughs> Give me a break. Uh, th- there has to be something, and and if you and I'm sure you watched Hard Knocks. It seems like Zach Wilson is picking up a lot of stuff from Aaron Rodgers, so I'm, I, I would find it hard to believe that Jordan Love, for the last number of years, watching and learning from Aaron Rodgers, has not picked up, you know, some really good habits and as you said, a way to come in and command the line and, and change the coverage and do all that. So it's going to be interesting to see um, exactly how he does. And that's going, to be, that's going to be obviously the top thing that people are going to be watching for on Sunday. Let's take a quick break. We're going to get back to some more uh, like keys to what, what we should be watching for on Sunday. And then we're going to start, before we let you go, Brandon, we're going to hear all your final pick. Your, uh, you know, your line on this whole thing. Brandon Snyder is here. We are going to do this every Thursday before a Packers game. It's WTMJ Nights. It's Packers at night, week one. Packers at Chicago. NFL season kicking off tonight. Brandon Snyder is here. You hear him all over WTMJ. You can read all his pieces on WTMJ.com. He's going to talk with us uh, every week, and we're going to uh, look ahead to the game. All right. Brandon, since we were talking about Jordan Love and everybody's going to be obviously watching him with the youth movement this year in the Packers, where where should people be watching next? If if Jordan Love is number one, what's the next thing that fans need to pay attention to uh, to see how this season is going to shake out? That's a, a great question. I my answer to you, my real answer would tell you everywhere, right? You, <laughs> you want to look at the the younger. You want to look at the younger wide receivers, right? The younger tight ends. Those right. are kind of your obvious answers. Um, but for me, it's looking at the defensive line, Brian, because you're looking at a guy outside of Kenny Clark and outside of Rashawn Gary, who is going to be due a very large payday soon, based off the numbers Nick Bosa just received. Who else on that defensive front, on that front seven? 
is going to step up and be that next guy, right? That third or that fourth guy. Right. Where is the pass rush going to come from? Because you're not going to win games in the National Football League, quite frankly, in any level, if you cannot get to the quarterback uh, without having to bring your whole defense to the line of scrimmage. So for me, it's the, the front seven, you know, outside of Kenny Clark. Is it guys, uh, Carl Brooks, who they drafted this year in the fifth or sixth round? I can't remember off the top of my head. You know, guys like that who are able to, to kind of come in, you know, you're, it's going to be tough because your week one, you're tested right off the bat with Justin Fields, who runs and runs and runs and keeping him in the pocket and keeping him contained and able to, to maintain discipline on the line of scrimmage is going to be extremely important from a defensive line front. So for me, I'm, I'm keeping close eyes on that defensive front. They showed tons of flashes uh, in the preseason uh, with that second and third unit in there throughout the course of each three of those games, especially in the last game. Um, so for me, it's the defensive line. Your point, I, I like your point there, Brandon, because especially this week, you you said Fields likes to run. And, and from everything that I've been reading, the Bears are going to focus on that because, quite frankly, even with bringing in, uh, you know, some new wide receivers down there, there his, he's not a downfield threat. But the good Correct. news for the Packers is the offensive line of the Bears is pretty weak. So if they're... If they're up to up to the test, they should be able to keep him in the pocket most of the game, don't you think? I absolutely 100% agree. I think your only weakness as far as downfield threat, if you're the Green Bay Packers, if you're rooting for the Green Bay Packers, is your safety position, right? Like, who are you going to trot out there as an Anthony Johnson Jr.? Just, you know, Jonathan Owens, like Darnell Savage just hasn't played up to that first-round uh, pick that they spent on him in 2019. So, your only weakness, in my opinion, the only weakness so far, uh, again, we have not seen real live snaps, real game snaps outside of preseason, but what you've heard and what you've seen throughout preseason and throughout training camp is that you're good in the cornerbacks, right? Jair Alexander, Rasul Douglas, Eric Stokes right. will eventually come back. We talked about the linebackers, all pro. Uh, Devondre Campbell's there, you know, your first pick, uh, uh, Wyatt there, uh, you know, Devontae Wyatt. So you've got... Um, you know, you've got talent at the linebacker position. You've got talent up front as well. We talked about Kenny Clark and Rashawn Gary, but you don't really have anything out in the back end of all of that at the safety position. So that's the one position as far as going downfield. But again, Justin Fields was the worst quarterback as far as downfield yes. accuracy a year ago. So it's probably a good week to kind of sort out that safety position and figure it out. But like you said, it's, it's vital um, that, that that front seven can contain Justin Fields because if we've seen it, he's burned Green Bay. Uh, it was a 55-yard touchdown last year. I mean, he'll he'll get out and he'll run, and and he can change the game. And I'm sure, you know, they'll ho- hopefully have a, have a plan for that in place. <laughs> Joe Barry talked today about a different philosophy on the defensive side of things. So I guess we'll see what happens on Sunday. Always interesting to watch. Tommy has a question. Tommy, yeah, Snide. Hey, um, so we've probably heard in the news that whether the condition is they're going to play or not going to play, that there's been some hamstring issues with Watson and Dobbs over the last week that we're a little concerned about, I guess. How much do you expect the rookie weapons to be involved in this game against Chicago? I think personally, this is a perfect first game to see what Jordan Love has to go up against, where you get a game that you don't really know the rivalry, but you know it's a divisional game. The Bears are not going to be the toughest team they play all year, but there was a lot of skeptics on why they went defense maybe in the first round. People wanted offense in the first round. And then they really hammered those middle rounds with a lot of weapons. You know, Jaden Reed, the tight ends, 
uh, Musgrave and whatnot. So how impactful do you think they could be week one? I think outside of week one, it's a great question, Tom. You're such a great producer. Tom uh, is unbelievable. He's amazing. Um, outside of just week one, because I think they're going to be important week one, but I think of Luke Musgrave, which came via trading for Aaron Rodgers, is going to prove to be their best selection in of 2023. I think he's the real deal. I mean, I just do. He's a 4'5 guy. He's 6'6". He moves like a tight end. We probably haven't seen in Green Bay. Maybe outside of Jermichael, maybe Jermichael Finley. He's, I think he's a little bit faster than Finley. So they're going to play big roles. And I think not only in week one are they going to play big roles, they're going to play massive roles throughout the course of the season. There was a pass in the preseason. I want to say it was the last last preseason game. Jordan Love, probably a pass he shouldn't have made, but he squeezed it into a window maybe about three inches wide to Jaden Reed. Now, you don't throw that if you're an NFL quarterback. You don't throw that, again, at any level if you're not trusting that guy on the other side of that, of that throw. And Aaron Rodgers had that with Randall Cobb. Jaden Reed it gets compared to Randall Cobb a lot, and their their skill set's a little bit different. Jaden Reed's faster. He plays bigger, but he trusts uh, – Jordan Love trusts him. That's the same thing Rodgers had with Cobb. They trust each other. And again, Jaden Reed's a rookie, so they're going to play big roles, and you're not going to find a bigger fan of Christian Watson than me. I absolutely love Christian Watson. I know he's not a rookie. He's a second-year guy, but he's been out with a hamstring injury. It's kind of his M.O., right, his first year – in the in the big leagues, he he didn't necessarily play every week. He missed a handful of weeks, hamstring injury, concussions. So it's going to have to be. You're not going to have any other options, right? This is the youngest receiving uh, room in the NFL. The most veteran guys are Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. You know, Malik Heath is going to step into that role. He's going to be a huge uh, piece to this offense. And that's another guy that you saw. And again, it's just preseason. Take it for what it's worth. But another guy that Jordan Love trusts to go get those 50-50 balls. He's another rookie you're going to rely on. I know he's easily forgotten about because he wasn't a first, second, or third-round pick. He was undrafted. But it's a guy who made the the 53-man roster and who showed out during the preseason and training camp. So Jaden Reed, Luke Musgrave, don't sleep on Tucker Craft. I think eventually he's going to find his way there. I think he's just a, a step behind. But Luke Musgrave, if he was healthy in 2022 at Oregon State and he didn't get injured, Luke Musgrave is a first-round draft pick. The Packers got an absolute steal with him in the second round. I let Brandon. Before we let you go, two things. One, we talked about the big things that everybody has to has to watch and some of the keys where we're going to look. Besides the question that you brought up about the defense, where would you say the biggest question mark is for the Packers going into this game? For me, it's going to be Coach Matt Lafleur and. I don't know if that's getting talked about enough. And I'll have Why do you say that? my extra point. Because there is no more training wheels for Matt LaFleur, right? You don't right. have Alan Lazard playing receiver. You don't have Randall Cobb playing receiver. You don't have Dev- uh, Devontae Adams. You don't have, quite frankly, the greatest quarterback to ever put on a chin strap under center. How are you, as Matt LaFleur, how are you going to approach this season? How are you going to lead? Now, he has talked a lot about being a player-led team. And you could probably do that to a certain extent, but you do not mm-hmm. have the leadership that they have had years past. We've talked about those no, other guys. You can add Mercedes Lewis in there. So how is my – I'm looking at him. Okay, if, if things don't start going right, it's your offense. You're leading the charge. There is no more Aaron Rodgers changing the play at the line of scrimmage. Now, last year Aaron Rodgers had the broken thumb. He wouldn't line up under center. Obviously, 
if he stays healthy, Jordan Love's not going to have that issue. Right. How do you lead as a coach? How do you how do you lead a team without an all pro and all level type quarterback under center? That's who I'm looking at. It's a, that's an interesting take. All right, before we go, what's your uh, what's your prediction? Your this final is probably score. this is probably one of those games where we'll look back and be like, either I was so spot on or I was so wrong because it's one <laughs> of those games where, it, Brian, if you threw if you picked up a dart and threw it at the the, the board and it had the score as forty five three the Packers or forty five to ten the Bears winning, both of them could be right because who knows right like who truly knows because we have not seen enough of Jordan Love in the regular season. However, that being said, I still think that the Green Bay Packers do march into Chicago. I think it's a fairly closer game uh, up until the fourth quarter. Maybe the Packers pull away a little bit. I'm going I'm going 25-17, the Green Bay Packers. 25-17 Packers. All right. Brandon, thank you for uh, thank you for jumping on. Thank you for saying you'll do this with us every week. Looking forward to it. I, you can hear Brandon every morning doing sports on Wisconsin's Morning News. You can read all the things that he writes on WTMJ.com. Uh, and now you can hear him here Thursday night talking to us about the upcoming Packers game. All right, we will, uh, we will see what happens on Sunday, and we will talk to you about it next week. Thanks again, Brandon. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. Take care. Take care. All right, so that's... Uh, again, right now, Packers after dark. That's the uh, I like it. It kind of uh, at night or after oh, Packers dark. Packers at night. Okay, Packers okay. at night. Yeah, I'm Packers also going to say this, Noonan. I'll executive yeah. decision this. We'll podcast those too. So every oh, week course. we'll separately podcast that along with 100%. that in the full episode. So if you listen to the podcast feed, they'll every Thursday we'll put Packers at night as a separate Packers podcast too. So that'll be yeah. something to listen to. Of course, I would have expected nothing less, nothing less out of you, Tom. Okay, That's, all right, you know. just making sure. No, listen, I, I didn't feel I needed to question. It's confidence. That's what I'm saying. I, I know how you are. I, your professionalism is unparalleled. So it didn't even, it wasn't even a question in my mind if that was going to happen. Sorry, I was just throwing up in there over right next to this trash can. Please, let's not be overly emotional. Let's let's relax. But no, this is going to be fun. Brandon uh, Brandon knows his stuff, as you know, if you've uh, heard Brandon, which of course you have, and um, you know he is uh, he's ready to roll. So we're ready to roll too. Uh, let's roll into this. We got to take care of some business. It's WTMJ nights.